Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Nurse Mark and the Green Nurse Daily Dose of AFA. Where we bring you hope and inspiration for growth and healing so you can start your day off the AFA way. And in case you have forgotten, we've been telling you this since November. We're never going to let you forget. Mark wrote a book about it. You're absolutely fucking amazing exactly as you are. You know what the goal is, Sherry? The goal is that when you open your eyes in the morning, that you say, you roll over and not look at someone else and say, oh my God, I'm so lucky to be with this person. That you open your eyes and say, oh my God, I'm so lucky to be me. There you go. I (laughs) am having the greatest love affair with my life, uh, of my life, with me. (laughs) And here it is too. And so you think about when we're in relationships with with other people, you know, sometimes Mm -hmm. conflict comes up. It's an opportunity to learn. So Please. just think about all the conflicts we have in our head. Oh, <laughs> so we when talk we're to able... ourselves the most of anybody ever. Right? So just think about how we are developing a relationship with ourselves. Really? We're going your relationship in. With yourself? I would say, you know what? Ten if times you want to have relationship, you know, if you want to have a great relationship, you have to look at yourself first. So, you know, if you need to go to relationship therapy, it should be you alone. What's your relationship? Well, here it is too. You? Here it, here it is. You ready? This is a really interesting concept. Yeah. If you don't love yourself, mm-hmm. how can you expect someone else to love you the way you want to be loved? Because you're not even giving it to yourself, right? You, you'll, you know what? Right. Sabotage it every single yes. time. That was exactly. my personal experience was when I needed someone else to provide me with the love and affection that, that I required to feel good about me when somebody else was responsible for that. It was an awful situation because they can never live up to that expectation. Cause I don't verbally say it. Hell, I didn't even know that that was what was in play. Right. And that's what I talked about in the book. Morning, Laura. Good morning. I got in the book is I didn't even know that I was, that I needed somebody else to give me that love. And it was unfair to have that expectation to begin with. I mean, how much pressure is that to put on somebody else that hey, I want you to intimately know what I'm thinking, what I'm feeling and what I need right now, but I'm not going to give you any clues. Exactly. I'm not going to communicate. I'm I expect gonna you tell to tell you what it is I need I because I, I don't even mind. know what it is myself. Right. So, right. you know, mm. Getting to that point where you actually do wake up in the morning and say, God, I am so glad that I'm me. I am yeah. so glad that I have this life and that, that I get to live it another day. Another day. Oh my God. Yes. And the other thing too, Mark, what nurse Mark, what is it? Health, yeah. happiness, cannabis. Cannabis, cannabis Health, can happiness, help cannabis. us to yeah. reach those new levels of being, Absolutely. new levels of biopsychosocial spiritual aspects yeah. of healing. Mm-hmm. Cannabis taps into those spiritual tools and principles and helps us to open up to new ways of being. I We're love alive in a, in a very you know, people. We've just been through a pandemic. I mean, we're mm-hmm. still in it, and we're you know we're we're still slowly coming out of it. Right. This is something that you uh, you know only happens every few hundred years or so, right? And right. it has yep. happened multiple, multiple, multiple times. Look up your history, folks. It yep. is been in play forever and so we have we have had to live through this so it was a it was a really a period of extreme anxiety extreme 
fear. And, right. you know, with fear are opportunities for change, yeah. right? So we're in a spectacular moment where the world, as we know it, society has an opportunity to change. And look, cannabis is at the forefront. Psychedelics yeah. are at the forefront. People energy are healing for a different right? energy healing is at the yeah. forefront. These All three things these are going to change the world that are not really new. Right. All of these things are back in the world at this exact moment. And here we are talking we about are. it, making, moving towards that change for the yeah. world that we all want to live in. And that's one of love and happiness and kindness. Yeah. You know? I mean, I'm wearing yeah. my, I'm wearing my Marine Corps shirt, right? I, I was a Marine seven, 17 years old. I was there, you know, I love my country and I'm going to go kill people and defend it mm. and strong. You know what? I don't own a gun anymore. Like I'm not, I'm, I am proud of my Marine Corps tradition. I love the, the military that they, um, my military uh, family, but here's the thing. I'm not about war and killing anymore. Yes. That I have, I have moved to a different space and where yeah. I want to live in a world that doesn't require that my friends need to go out and put their lives on the line to defend yeah. our country. Do you know what I mean? I do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, you're, so, you're just changing the dialogue on around what yeah. it means to feel safe, right? Yeah. There yeah. I'm changing the dialogue to, you know, love. To love. Yeah, yeah. we are. And that's why we're here, Sherry, right? Daily we're love. We're here all about the love. And cannabis is something that most definitely fosters love. Yeah, it totally does. You know, yeah. taught me how to love myself, opened up neural pathways that weren't there, opened up consciousness, flooded in. And mm. then I was just able to look at things from multiple different perspectives. And that's what we're teaching people. We're teaching yeah. people how to access a new way of being total healthcare, THC. Think about that. Love, love <laughs> so yourself like, first. That's right. Love, love yourself, yourself first. first. And, and so good. I'm telling you, that is the that that relationship with you is the number one relationship that you should work on. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting too. I'll, I'll just I'm going to kind of just jump into do it my, this morning's um, meditation that I did, mm -hmm. and basically it's it just kind of goes along with exactly what you said. It yep. starts inside. Love of uh -huh. self is healing to self and others. Mm -hmm. So Carolyn, my miss, I'm saying it wrong. She's been one of the most insightful teachers that I've actually studied for the past 15 years on human mm -hmm. consciousness. So she's a best-selling New York Times author. She's done amazing, amazing work internationally, speaker in human consciousness, spirituality, mysticism, health, energy, medicine, and the science of medical intuition. So she, I'm a big fan of hers. And so I, I, I've got books all over my house. And so this morning when I woke up to do something different, I thought I would grab a different book. Yeah. And so one of the things, it's really interesting that she's written this stuff years and years and years ago and how it speaks to today's situation, right? So these are universal concepts. Yeah. And so she basically wrote, and it had to do about awakening. Our mm. old ways of being human are simply not supported by the non-physical world anymore, the energy of the world. That doesn't mean that we're to ignore being human, but what's happening right now in this period of time is we're getting cracked in half because our understanding of how life works has been so small. 
right? right? We've just one way of seeing things. Yeah. So now what's happening is mystical truths are flooding into our consciousness. And what's happening now is people are ready to embrace these new ways of being. Right. So I just, I love it. So we're experiencing what? New inner awakenings. We're being asked to integrate these new truths into our collective consciousness so we can grow personally and help others along the way. So yeah. I love, I love uh, her work. Uh, yeah. So uh, here's my takeaway. My takeaway from this yeah. morning's reading, my, the reading that I did was we all have the ability to implement change at a higher level through love. So that uh, was, that was my takeaway. That was what came to me after I read this. So yeah, it so certainly I'm, has manifested that way in my life. Yeah, there you go. Right? Oh yeah, and so, so that rolls right into the daily love, and it's funny. It's, they're very compatible this morning, isn't that how the synchronicity is? You know, that's how the vibe. Yeah, the vibe, babe. So the daily <laughs> love today came from conversations with God. Again, it's a book that I absolutely love, and there are gems in there. Oh, just mm -hmm. so many. So I'm just going to give you a little piece of what today's was. So this is God talking to Neil. Neil Donald Walsh wrote the book, and it really is a conversation that he has with God. And so God is, he's the, Neil asks questions and God responds. His God's response. So God says, so do you want your life to take off? Begin at once to imagine it the way you want it to be and move into that. Check every thought, word, and action that does not fall into harmony with that and move away from those. When you have a thought that is not in alignment with your higher vision, change to a new thought then and there. When you say that a thing is out of alignment with your grandest idea, make a note not to say something like that again. When you do a thing that is misaligned with your best intention, decide, decide to make it the last time. Ah. There you go. There we go. Choice. That's it. Check every thought, word, and action that does not fall into harmony with that. And that is your grandest vision of who you are. Now, here's what I shared. And, you know, I, I my friend Sanjeev Chopra said, told me this quote a few weeks ago. And Sanjeev is an amazing, amazing person and a great storyteller. He's just filled with so much wisdom and we were chatting and he said, you know, Mark Twain said, there are the two best days of your life are the day you're born and the day you figure out why. Mm -hmm. And so this is speaking to that. And that is what's your higher vision of you? Why are you here? Yeah. yeah. Why are we here? Well, why today we're here? also, today we're also here to celebrate. Nurses Week. Someone just said hey, Happy Nurses Week. My friend Teresa, hey, you're right. Happy <laughs> Nurses Week. Yeah, right. Nurse. So, so it's interesting. That can even tie into that. You know, the higher yeah. vision. You know, Carolyn Meese talks about archetypes. Why were you called right? to that vocation? And that is a vocation. That is not just a job. It isn't like mm -hmm. healing the wounded healer. So, how am I best working with yeah. other patients? How yeah. am I best serving other people? Mm -hmm. I'm at my best when I'm taking care of myself, <laughs> right? Yeah, Mind, absolutely. body, and spirit. So burn, healing the wounded out. healer, right? Mm -hmm. That's that's a it's a whole cool archetype that ties right in to yeah. exactly what Neil Donald Walsh says. You know, yeah. um, stepping into stepping into power of love, higher vision of yourself. Yeah. And listen, you were called to nursing. If you're a nurse, you were called to it. 
what's and you know what it's not an easy job you can be you can end up burned out in mm-hmm. you know, the system and and you know what you were called to it figure out well, figure out what the why is now it's okay to, to, to move you know what's funny ways of being in that area i i remember when i was 10 years old yeah this is an interesting story so i have a mm-hmm. brother oh i was 11 my brother is 10 years younger than me. So he was one. And I remember at that moment in time, he had a driveway that was that deep. And he goes, one years old, you know, already had learned how to walk, tooling down. He goes like completely running down the driveway and does a tumble, tumble, tumble. Yeah. And his head is cracked open. And I remember going there, I was like 11. I whipped off my sock, took a sock. I mean, it just came intuitively. Yeah. Took off my sock and put it on his head right, <laughs> and carried him to the house. And it was really interesting. My father said to me, you should be a doctor. It was interesting. And mm-hmm. I said, no, I'm going to be a nurse <laughs> right away. That came out of my mouth right away. And so at 11 years old, I knew oh. that I wanted to be a nurse and I didn't right. know why at the time, except for that I it felt so good to be able to stick a sock on my brother's head. <laughs> I love it. I love good it. Story. Yeah. So happy Nurses Week, everybody. Hey, yeah. Brian Campbell tossed up there that they're fighting for legalization in Indiana. We'd love to have yeah. Indiana have a legal cannabis program, right? So Absolutely. So Monroe County Cannabis Coalition. Yeah. We're all Absolutely. in this together. Let's We're support. all in this together. Send that energy out. It's going to happen sooner or later it is and the more we talk about different subjects that we do you know the hugs and nugs of information that we're bringing you on cannabinoid Mm -hmm. therapeutics how it works case studies research and we're actually applying um cannabis education to all of these different health awareness months that exist and that's what leads us into today and oh my god isn't that fantastic and amazing and not surprising once you get the science behind it that cannabis is effective for almost every one of these health topics that are that come up every month, like yeah. National Arthritis Month. Yep, this month, exactly. Arthritis <laughs> Awareness <laughs> Month. I know. Well, hell, this- cannabis is super effective for arthritis. Even the Arthritis Foundation has its public statement on their website that says, hey, we don't know if the science is true or not, but we have enough people saying that it's helping them that our position statement is what do you got to lose exactly now the yeah. cool part we're going to get into a little bit more in detail canakees mm-hmm. really sparks my yeah. dendrites to think about things differently and <laughs> you know i love it how i love it how these cannabis studies say overall positive clinically positive Right. And they give a percentage. So that, that says a lot to me because they're really, really digging into the science mm-hmm. and pulling everything apart and coming up yeah. with these percentages that really excite me. So I'm just going to give a little sneak peek. Overall positive, overall positive for cannabinoid therapeutics with arthritis is 93%. That's 93. That's big. That's Listen, if you have arthritis, positive evidence. What is that? That tells me evidence. Yeah. That tells me that anyone that has arthritis really needs to look into cannabinoid therapeutics, not just cannabis as medicine, but everything else that exists. And so let's talk about that. How many people are suffering in just the United States alone, right? It's 50 million. 
53 million adults have doctor diagnosed arthritis. And let me tell you, there are a lot of other people out there who are not diagnosed who are suffering from it too. Yeah. 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 So when we, it's interesting too, when we talk about disability, we look at the different things that are the leading cause, the followed by, you know, just looking at disability rates. And, and, and basically yeah. the research that I found was that mental illness is the leasing, leading cause of disability followed by arthritis and other mucoskeletal problems. Right. right? And, and then what we're also seeing too, Mark, is that patients that have other diseases, comorbidities, also have arthritis. Yeah, isn't that funny? Boy, that endocannabinoid system may just be an overarching, overall, huge, largest neurotransmitter system that's involved in all of this, Sherry, right? Because you see ties between different things happening within someone's body. Yeah. Yeah. So here's an interesting. This is what I found. 57% of adults with heart disease have arthritis. Pretty big number. 52% of adults with diabetes have arthritis. Mm -hmm. 44% of adults with high blood pressure have arthritis. Yikes, that's me. And 36% of adults who are obese have arthritis. Well, that's really interesting. My chart says obese. What was that? My chart says I'm obese. You're not obese. That story I tell, the doctor wrote that in there when I was in my 30s. I'm like... (laughs) On a physical check, I'm like, what the hell did you just write in my chart? Well, according to the BMI, you're obese. And that, folks, is why you don't use the BMI. You use body fat percentage. Anyway, Let me tell you, Mark, you are a whole solid. Other conversation for nutrition. I, I can squeeze your arms and they're like rocks. You, ah, just, you, you are. Know. You're muscular. You're a muscular man for it's, sure. Yeah, but, you know, the BMI chart was created by a mathematician, not anybody in the healthcare field. And it's been used for a long, long time and it's inaccurate. And I think it, it, you know, when somebody, <laughs> when I saw the doc write, oh, we're getting off topic, but what the hell. That's okay. When funny. I saw the doc write obese in the chart, I flipped out because I'd been working out for a long time. Like I really, you know, identified with being physically fit and that was something I was proud of. And then he writes obese in my chart. And it's like, I can't imagine what that does to somebody uh, who's, not working out all the time, like somebody right. who's just horrible, you know, see that well, written in gonna, chart. That's it's, awful. It's horrible. So here's the thing, too. Interesting. Just I'll go on the opposite yeah. end. When I was seeing my doctor, and I was so thin. I mean, I'm a thin woman now, yeah. but I was much thinner. And what she wrote in my I chart can't imagine was that. failure to thrive. Okay, yep. At, yep. at the age of what, 45. Yeah. And then she told me she looked at me and she goes, "You're a skinny fat." I go, what? <laughs> and she was right. But it just, and with that, she didn't write it in my chart, but she basically right. said to me, you know, based on this, she got the concept based mm-hmm. on this chart, you know, it looks like you have 16% body fat, but yeah. you don't because when we're looking at it, when we actually, cause we had the scale that looked at everything, right? Mm-hmm. She says, your body fat is 30%, right? but your weight, you're underweight. Right. So I was underweight. And with a high body fat, because I had no muscle, I had muscle wasting. So this is, yeah, Yeah. it was really interesting. The healthcare community, the practitioners, 
we need to catch up with what's going on in, in the fitness community because in the yeah. fitness community, they do not use BMI. They do not use a scale. They use yeah. body fat percentage. So when you go into a gym and you're starting a workout regimen and you join that gym, they almost always, all of them include a body fat percentage test. Yeah. And there are yeah. even companies out there uh, that do full Too body muscle. scans, like they'll do laser yeah. scans. And I've had some of these and they're fantastic because they give you a full picture of your whole entire body and where that that higher fat percentage that is, is yeah yeah right definitely just amazing stuff we're getting way off topic but we're, we're gonna rope this anyway, back in again and we're coming back to arthritis yes back to arthritis so yep. well how we got off topic was that 36 percent of adults who are obese have arthritis yep. so for new people that are out there you know, we just kind of want to tell you all what arthritis is. You may know, but, you know, clinically, it's an inflammatory disease of the mucoskeletal system and connective tissue. So there's inflammation of a joint between two bones, such as our fingers, our wrists, our hips, our backs, our knee joints. And the symptoms include mm -hmm. pain, decreased range of motion, yeah. stiffness, swelling, redness, and a sensation mm -hmm. of heat. Yep. Right. Right. And so, um, you know, and what happens is the symptoms gradually develop over time and they can mm -hmm. worsen over time. So if you think about why inflammation might worsen over time, let's get back to the endocannabinoid system. Right. Right. What's right. going on in our endocannabinoid system? What are mm -hmm. we doing or not doing that's contributing to inflammation? This is how we tie in the entire endocannabinoid system to arthritis. Yeah. Really interesting concept, right? Think about all the things that support it and the things that don't. Mm -hmm. So what happens, Mark, when patients, when they get worse and worse over time, what happens? Listen, you avoid painful movements to guard against the pain. And that results in further stiffness because, you know, you say it all the time, motion is the lotion. But when you, when you have pain, when you move, what do you do? You don't move. You don't move You'll, you're, you'll end up with limited range of motion and decreased mobility because who wants to, who wants to move when it's painful? Not, Not me. me. I was, in, I was in bed for six months. Seriously. That's right. That's right. So, you know, it's, it's like all, it's all like all chronic diseases. It's sort of that slippery slope where you start to just you know, everything decreases. Yeah, it does. Yeah. You get one thing and then another thing and then another thing. And you right. start to and in this case, you just well. stop moving because it hurts to do so. Yeah. And, you know, you've seen a lot of times you'll see this in, in elderly women because women live longer than men on average <laughs> and they develop it. And you'll see that their joints in their hands their hands will physically become crooked Change. because their joints are so swelled and so degraded and it's painful for them to even pick things up. And yeah. so, you know, cannabis, cannabis it's can great. help to, if you get on early enough, I think my opinion, oh, yeah. get on cannabis early enough, you can avoid possibly having that progression continue because how many times do we say it, Sherry? All of the terpene Tuesdays. How many times do we say for each one of the terpenes, even not even the cannabinoids, the terpenes, anti-inflammatory properties, yeah. anti-inflammatory properties. And the thing is too, Mark, the traditional treatment, what does it really focus on? It focuses on suppressing pain, yes. diminishing inflammation, flare-ups. 
So it's basically right. focusing on treating mm-hmm. the symptoms. So what right. if we could not only treat the symptoms, but at mm-hmm. the same time get to the root cause <laughs> by well, the modulating All of those endocrine. medications that they use for, for to treat arthritis come with a whole slew of awful side effects. Oh yeah, they certainly right? do. So, mm-hmm. you know, we're, we're talking if cannabis can, can, can treat this and allow those folks to be off of those other medications. Now we're not advising that you stop taking them. No, we always say, you know, start out in tandem, but over mm-hmm. time, our experience mm-hmm. shows us that people can decrease these other medications that they've been on. So right. you work with your doc and you work with a green awesome. nurse. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So we'll get you to a place where cannabis can help. So let's talk about studies, share. This is exciting. So, you know, definitely is evolving, but the, the number, what sticks out to me, I'm just going to keep saying it 93% overall positive. So there were 23 total studies, yep. two lab, five yep. animal, and eight meta analysis studies. And we had talked about meta analysis studies as being a ton of different Vigorous. studies. They, they, pull pull in all, they pull in all of the studies yeah. that have been done or as many as they can find. And a lot of times they'll include studies that have not yet been published, which is important, right. you know, because there are studies, the most recent studies, it takes years to get a study really published many times. Right. Yeah. So they take into consideration all of that. And then they apply very rigorous statistical analysis like this is really deep statistical analysis. If you haven't been involved in that, you haven't really touched anything to make your head spin. Yeah, I know, but, right? Uh, just finishing up. I'm literally today. I'm writing an ethical considerations portion of a group project for a study um, proposal that we put in, and I've been in statistical analysis for the last few weeks and. My head you hurts, can, Jerry. My head hurts. I know. My Statistics is, is difficult yeah. for me, <laughs> for yeah. sure. Uh-huh. Yeah. So what did we find out? What was the synopsis of cannabis research for arthritis? Okay. So some of this might be a little scientific, but we're nerds here and we like to talk about it. So I'm going to try to explain oh, yeah. it in the best way possible. So we talk about the endocannabinoid system and how it can be regulated and modulated. So the synopsis of research for arthritis states mm-hmm. That modulation of the endocannabinoid system on the molecules that guide the natural process of inflammation have been shown to have anti-inflammatory, anti-arthritic, and anti-rheumatic properties. Really interesting. That's big, right? So modulation of our, not just on our own, so taking our own endocannabinoid system in whichever way that we can upregulate it, whether it means using cannabinoids or other things, we want to produce our own internal endogenous cannabinoids to start working with our body to bring it back. Right. So, you know, I immediately think of if we can decrease the pain and inflammation and allow somebody to actually start to move and start to have that motion, you know, that, that is, that's it. And, yeah. and that that lends to more decrease in inflammation, yeah. right? Because you're moving that body, you're moving those joints, you're moving the fluid, you're moving everything's working as it should. Exactly. Yep. And then stimulating our own endocannabinoid system, mm-hmm. activating these receptors in our body, you know, not only with cannabinoids, but our own. 
right? And then these enzymes too, they all play a huge role in decreasing symptoms of arthritis, but they also, like we said, play a role in modulating the underlying pathophysiology, the underlying pathologies, getting mm-hmm. not just treating the symptoms, but getting to the core and working on that. So the other thing it's dated too is that <clears throat> cannabinoid sensitive receptor sites. So we talk about neurotransmitter signaling systems mm-hmm. and we ha- and, and so there's a few of them. And one of the ones is the TRPV1, the TRIPS. Yep, the vanilla. Right? And we, yeah. and we, co- we covered that week, last week. So it mediates pain, inflammation, body temperature, and itching. itching. Mm-hmm. So think about the pain and the inflammation. Right. So this works on the trip receptors, which decreases pain and inflammation, and that helps with arthritis. Bingo. Exactly. Yeah. Then more studies had shown that modulating, you know, using endo, phyto, mm-hmm. and synthetic cannabinoids, so our own that we make, phyto the plant makes, and synthetic the pharmaceutical companies make, mm-hmm. also show promising results, increasing our own anandamine and 2-AG. Beautiful. Um, and then the different the different phytocannabinoids. So the study mm-hmm. showed that they did more studies on more CBD than THC, full spectrum. Right. So that's chemotype right. 3. Mm-hmm. And then the other one that they showed you know, promising results was the chemotype 2. So equal amounts of THC and CBD. Because so these they are just, work differently in the body. They work differently. Yeah, they work yeah. differently. Very yeah. synergistically. So that's that's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. So trials, you know, these trials suggest the potential for therapeutic effects. And as always that we say, research yeah. is progressing, it's evolving, and there's more that's needed. Yeah. yeah. So when we work with patients with arthritis, it's critical that we that we interview and meet the patient where they are guiding them down the path that they choose, right? So yeah. what's important to you? What are the realistic goals that you would like to reach using cannabis? Do the, do you have any stigmas around cannabis? Because a lot of people will come to us and say, you know what? I just don't want to ever smoke pot. I don't ever yeah. smoke, want to smoke marijuana. And that's stigma related, right? Yep, so um, do you have stigmas? So what's your past mental health history, the, your current treatments, your symptoms and medications, the lifestyle questions, all of the total healthcare. It's just yeah. su- such a holistic healthcare model because all of those things are interacting with your endocannabinoid system. Everything yeah. that you do or don't do, like you say, Sherry, right? Yeah. So yeah. what else do you have associated symptoms like depression, anxiety, insomnia? Hell yeah, if you're suffering from a, from arthritis, you're probably going to have some of these comorbidities associated with it. So Absolutely. And we help, you know, folks pick educate best for them. Exactly. And there's so many different products out there, topicals, tinctures, capsules, yeah. oils, yeah. cooking yeah. with it, edibles, mm-hmm. inhalation for some. And yeah. so we what we do is we hold your hand until you're ready to let go. We educate yes. and empower you on uh, how to safely use cannabinoids and use other progressive tools. Right. Always. It's about starting low and going slow. Start low, go slow, titrate, adjust, and add. Yeah. The big takeaway, 93% overall positive study results for arthritis in cannabis. That's a good number. Good number. All right. So this has been this has been an awesome Friday, right? We yes, talked it about has. Some really, really cool stuff. And it's not over yet, everyone. No. 
we still have some fun things to do today, starting at 9 a.m. Mm-hmm. in the Green Nurse community. We're going to be doing Frequency Friday, talking about yep. energy healing and our mm-hmm. favorite healing machine that is truly helping change people's lives it on that bioenergetic yes. homeostasis, you know, looking at, yes. looking at different things. Yes. We're doing that at 9 a.m., so join us. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That frequency, that frequency medicine, oh, it is cutting edge technology. You got to get in on this. And then, you know, Sherry, we've we've got a lot of stuff. Of course, we're here five days a week at 8 a.m. And on Wednesdays at 8 p.m., we have our podcast. And we've always got a lot going on. And we have our new mastermind group. So if you're Mm. looking to be a part of a mastermind group and listen, this will take your career to, or your personal life even to the next level because yeah. it, this whole concept of mastermind group has been allowed, around for a long, long time. We have two meetings a month on Monday nights at 7 p.m. You can join us for these. It is really an opportunity to step in to a new life. It is. And, and the other thing too that's interesting is if you look on our page in the event section, there is an event and we're doing this every other Tuesday. The next one is May 17th at 7 p.m. So you can look at the event and there's a link for you to go sign up. Yeah. So that's the other thing too. And then as always for yeah. patients, if you or someone you love are suffering, if you're interested mm-hmm. in cannabis wellness or want to learn about how to apply cannabinoid thera- therapeutics to your life for whatever reason that you want, we also offer patient services. So reach out to us at www.thegreennurse.com. Greennurse.com. Just reach out. We're always happy to help point you in the right direction. If it's not something that we can specifically help you with, we have a lot of connections around the world. We can get you to where you need to be. We can help point you in the right direction if it's not something that we can do. But we're absolutely fucking amazing. So, of course, we can probably (laughs) do whatever it is you have. (laughs) Right? So, I'm going to have an AFA day. Guys, gals. So happy that you're here this morning yeah, with us. You. you make, you know, you make the make day AFA. Wherever you are in the world, somebody's going to bed right now because it's nighttime where they are. Some people are getting up for their morning and starting. Listen, Friday, May 7th, 2021, ain't ever going to happen again. Today yep. is the day. And we talked about it. Check every thought, word, and action that does not fall into harmony with who you want to be now. Exactly. Exactly. AFA day for me, Sherry. I hope AFA day day for me. Day for all the rest of you. I love you all. And Sherry, you know, what's it all about, babe? I got two things to say. It's about health, happiness, cannabis, living your best life, and helping others do the same. Love you guys. Love (laughs) you guys. See you at 9 a.m. Frequency Friday.